let's get it done, that's what I mean I know I get it done because the Lord is my everything He's teaching me how to be, He's giving me what I need It's a miracle that I used to be so lost, now I believe See, He always helps me, so you know that I It's your life, just hold tight talking about those movies, those TV shows, uh, those people that are kind of getting it done, and we're not going to waste time on those people that are not. Um, so a lot to talk about because it's been a little while since we posted, and my apologies for that, just get really super busy, uh, but we're talking about The Incredibles, MoviePass, Han Solo, uh, one of my favorite new apps Fantasy Movie League, we're talking about Cloak and Dagger and the crossover, uh, we're talking about all that, but I really want to highlight, and I haven't seen it yet because it just came out last Friday, uh, is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, the second in the Jurassic World movie franchise, but technically the fifth in the Jurassic Kingdom overall franchise, and um Here's why you can't judge judge a book, book by its cover, because domestically, uh, it didn't do that well. Uh, it didn't crack $200 million. It's about $162 million to date. Um, but globally, worldwide, uh, it's made over $729 million. Worldwide, it's closing in on a billion. Uh, and for some reason, you know, Americans don't like dinosaurs, but the rest of the world, bring it on. And um, although it's doing good and they're really getting it done, even though they're not getting the credit they need in the United States, I'm going to be irritated. I'm going to be just mad. I'm going to be seriously, I don't know what to call myself, if three things don't happen. One, uh, if we don't see more of blue, I mean, let Blue grow up. I mean, Blue's a rock star. Two, uh, if we don't see, um, well, if we don't see just more, I know there's those plastic blow-up dinosaur costumes everyone wears at the con. That's done. Put your kids in a little blue costume. That's gold. Want to see that. And three, if we don't see this movie pick up in the U.S., I mean, what is what what the heck is going on? Um, that people aren't love, and again, I haven't seen it, but the rest of the world seems to love it. But here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna move on. I'm gonna let that thing go, uh, and we're gonna talk about all of the things that are getting it done: the movies, the TV shows, the apps. Up next on the Bifrost Bridge podcast. You're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. Okay, I'm the coolest. 
and really the first thing I want to discuss is Incredibles 2. Um, again, great movie. I saw it. It's been two weeks. I won't do spoilers. Um, I sat in expecting a similar type of storyline to uh, Incredibles, the first one. Uh, this one was a little bit better. It had a lot more interaction. Um, it had a whole lot less of the whole superhero thing. But I, I, I will annotate that both movies, the first one and the second one, really focused on the failings of the father and highlighted the mom as the superhero. And I get the whole woman's movement and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and, and I'm not criticizing that. I'm just saying... I want to see each hero be a hero. That that that's it. That's all all I'm saying. Uh, but it was good domestically uh, since it opened two weeks ago, uh, like 360 million dollars. Uh, foreign, not as much, 134 million. Uh, so worldwide, it's closing in on half a billion dollars. You know, kudos to you uh, for getting it done, for uh, kind of making things work and uh doing a good job again good movie go check it out i was on vacation with my family and me my father-in-law uh and my uncle my wife's uncle we all went to the movies but they wanted to see solo which i had already seen or you know star wars solo movie uh, so they went to see that and i went to see incredibles 2 and speaking of solo if I guess if if you're going to judge a movie by only its financial return, which is how movie makers judge movies, they don't remake or do sequels of movies that don't do that good financially, uh, they may not do that good from the way that the critics rate the movie, but if fans are pouring money into it, they're like, yeah, let's make another or more of these type. And financially, domestic sales, uh, now this came out at the end of May, uh, it's about a month, so four, about four weeks in. Uh, domestically, only just over $200,000, um, $203,000,000, sorry, $203 million. Wow, that would be, they'd be done, $203 million. So for there was this big movement that people are boycotting it because they didn't like The Last Jedi, even though this had nothing to do with The Last Jedi. But they're just trying to send a message to Disney overall. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll do a whole nother episode on that. I want to get Corey and, and Ben's thoughts on that overall. But the movie, even, even internationally, uh, outside of the U.S., it only made $151 million. So it's, it, it's barely, it just broke the $350 million mark for... Uh, a Star Wars movie that has been out for a month, um, you would say, well, why are we talking about it? Because we're talking about things that, you know, that are getting it done, that are doing good. And despite what the money says, this was a great movie. This movie highlighted everything that we've come to love about Han Solo, including the fact that it is Han, not Han, as I've been pronouncing it over the years, but it is Han Solo, uh, whenever I'm talking to someone and, you know, you read a name or you hear someone say, hey, did you ever meet so-and-so and they pronounce the name? And I say, I thought their name was pronounced this way. I usually wait to hear how the individual pronounces it. Now, obviously, this wasn't the individual. This is a sole story. But if they say it's Han, even though I've been saying Han, uh, it's Han. You know, I think they should have spelled it 
H-A-H-N, if that's the case, whole other issue, but it highlights everything that you have come to love about Han Solo. Uh, the way he is, the things that he does, parts of his backstory, uh, you know, did he actually do the, you know, 12 parsecs, everything that you've come to love about him, they show it to you. It's it's his coming of movie. It it defines him. It it makes him who he is. And I gotta tell you, I mean, there was I loved everything in this movie, and Donald Glover should get an Academy Award. He was like phenomenal. And there are so many ties into the Star Wars universe, even though the trailers are like, how is this tied in? There are so many ties into the Star Wars universe that you get to see. And I'm not going to fill it with spoilers, but this was a great movie. I enjoyed it, and I, I, I still don't understand why people aren't loving it. Um, if they would just go see it, and I think once it comes out, people will go see it. Maybe they'll do the, yeah, I'll, I'll see it on the DVD thing, and you know, years later, whatever, and be like, wow, this was pretty good. It sucks that we boycotted this, because as a result, Disney has not canceled, but they put on hold on all of these a Star Wars story. And um, I'm I'm like, Rebel One was great. I'm like, this was great. And we've just, you know, stopped. I don't know. Uh, I, there's so much that could be said about this. Uh, and I think we, we've shot ourselves in the foot um, by not at least going to see it and judging it on its own. Uh by uh you know by just by just limiting limiting the types of 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 movies that we say we want to see come out and i uh i i think there's there is room for a lot of things they could have done different uh in um you know the last jedi i think there's things that they could have done different in this movie um i just think that we've hurt ourselves by eliminating uh some great potential everyone was excited to see oh they're gonna do all these standalone stories that'll be great and then we just shut that down we shut ourselves in the foot so to speak because people weren't willing to give it a chance but speaking of movies i'm gonna switch over and talk about this new app that i love uh uh and I'll get back to MoviePass in a minute. But because of MoviePass, I've been seeing a whole lot of movies. Uh, you know, the first when I first got MoviePass, I was seeing movies like crazy, like three or four a week. Now I'm down to maybe three or four a month. But still, different movies that I wouldn't normally pay to see. Uh, but because I'm in the theater so much, and I'll get back to MoviePass in a minute, but because I'm in the theater so much... Um, I, I catch a lot of the previews and kind of like, oh, I can't wait to see that. But sometimes I also catch those pre-commercially things. And I kept seeing this thing for Fantasy uh, fantasy Movie League. And I'm not a big football fantasy league person. Every now and then, it's not something I'm like totally into. Uh, but I was like, oh, let me give this a check. Let me check it out. And so I checked out. I downloaded um fantasy movie league and i loved it uh it's great uh it's basically you are running 
uh, as many Cineplexes as you want, but one for Fantasy Movie League, and then there's all these other leagues that you can join. Uh, you get to run a Cineplex, an eight-movie theater, uh, so to speak. You get to pick which movies are going to show and when, uh, and then you're given, uh, I think it's $1,000 to purchase each movie. They all cost a certain amount. And you can purchase them. You get to highlight even having the same movie in three or four theaters. Uh, but then you get a return. And when I checked last week, I'm in three leagues. The the main one uh, and then two other ones. The Showdown one, the main fantasy movie league, and then one other one. Uh, and in each of those leagues, I've jumped up uh, to where I would normally, you know, my return. And it's based on the box office returns of the actual movies. My return would normally be, you know, like 98 or 100,000 uh, or 100 million, 98 million or 100 million. This last one, because I picked uh, certain movies and had certain movies playing in multiple theaters, uh, I didn't rank super high. I'm still in like the 6,000 out of, you know, 15 or 20,000. Uh, but it shows, you know, I made uh, my, my earnings increase. So instead of just making 98 million, uh, I made, uh, I think, in each one, 145 million. It might have been more, 150 something million. I'll have to check again, because I looked on Saturday. Here's what the previews. I usually don't check again until like the end of the week when I'm going to pick, and then I like, oh, here's how I did, and that'll help me pick again, so it's fresh in my mind. Um, but, and I use the same one for all three leagues. And I mean, you can enter as many leagues as you want. But if you like movies, it's just a great and fun way. Now, there are actual prizes for those people who come in first, who come in first of the week, and then come in first in different leagues. Actual financial financial prizes, signed posters by uh, 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 actors and actresses, and, and actual free movie tickets, that kind of thing. I haven't gotten that good yet, but as in everything, there are some people who take it seriously. Uh, it's just a great way. If you're a movie fan... And you're like a football league, fantasy football league fan. This is a great way to get involved. Do the same thing. It's from week to week. Uh, you have to you have to pick your movies. I think it's by noon Friday. Uh, and you get notifications. Hey, time's running out. Make your pick. Make your pick. And I saw my notifications yesterday saying, you know, time's running out. Uh, make your pick. And I'll probably get them more frequently Thursday and Friday until I do. But this is just a fun thing to do if you like movies. Check it out. It's fun. Uh, you know, if you ever get that good or whatever uh, in picking the movies and which movies are going to, you know, bring a higher return, uh, you you can win some prizes. And it's just a fun thing. I'm enjoying it. But I came across that because of MoviePass, which I am still enjoying. Now, MoviePass has been in the news so much. One, because AMC, who was highly critical of MoviePass, then came out with the same thing as MoviePass. Uh, so AMC says, hey, we're going to offer the same thing, but it's only good at our theaters. And you can only see, I think it's three to four movies, three or four movies a week. Uh, so you're limited. But you can see, you know, MoviePass, hey, you can only see, you can't see the same movie twice. And MoviePass says you can't see 3D or you can't see IMAX, although they're coming with an updated feature that will let you do that for a higher price point instead of the $9.95 a month. AMC says you can see, uh, and again, I forget which, three or four movies a week. You can see the same ones over and over. Um, you can see IMAX. You can see 3D. Uh, it's twice as much money, not as many movies, 
And it's not at any theater you want. It's only at our theaters. You've got to weigh that out. Uh, some of the people in the MoviePass chat rooms have been saying this is great because most of the theaters near them that they go to are, are AMC movie theaters. So they love it, and they're like, okay, boom, and they already have like AMC Stubbs ticket accounts, and they're already <clears> – <throat> so for them, it's great. For me, personally, I don't want to spend another 10 bucks. Um, the nearest and closest and most convenient theater to me is a, next to me is a luxury theater with reclining seats. Uh, they're plush leather seats. It's comfortable. It's clean. Uh, I'm not one who does this, but for those who like to, it also has alcoholic beverages. People can buy burgers and hot dogs and food, not just candy and, and that kind of thing. Uh, so this is a better theater for me. The nearest AMC theater is uh, probably about twice as far. It's not super far, probably about 20 miles. Take me 25, 30 minutes, depending on traffic, to get there and get back. This one, I've literally left my house. Like, whoop, I got 15 minutes. I got to run down to the garage, get in the car, head up there, and I pull into the theater two or three minutes beforehand. Uh, so this is convenient for me. If that were an AMC movie theater, then I might switch over. Uh, so you've got to judge what's going on for you. And I know the stock for the company, uh, and I forget the name of it, that owns MoviePass has been dropping. But I'm also in a chat room with people who are buying the stock like crazy. And I'm not talking about a few hundred shares because it's down to like 30 or 20, I think it's 29 cents the last time I checked yesterday or the day before, uh, 29 cents per share. Uh, when it was 30, 45, 50, 60, 75%, I would see people, hey, I just bought 1,000 shares. I just bought another 10,000 shares. I just bought another 5,000 shares. And these are people who use the product, which I kind of agree with because I'm of the mindset, if I'm investing my time and energy into a product I really enjoy and there's an opportunity to make a financial return on it, to become a, a, a partial owner of it, uh, then really do it. Uh, my only holdback is um, the stock's dropping, you know? Uh, if it were slowly over time rising, 29, 31, 33, 35, whatever, yeah, I'd buy it. And apparently the market seems to think that AMC, uh, and then uh, I think it's Seminia or Cinemania or whatever, uh, they have their own thing also, uh, a, a kind of multiple movie deal. Uh, I don't know a lot about it because I thought, oh, why not? I'll, I'll pay another 10 bucks if it gives me something more. And I think it was supposed to give you 3D and IMAX. But when I went to look in the iOS app store, because unfortunately I'm on an iOS now, a whole other conversation phone. Uh, when I went to look in the iOS store, all the reviews were negative. It had like two and a half or 2.2, maybe 2.3 stars out of hundreds of reviews. And I was like, okay, uh, let's see what they are. Maybe people just want more of the movies and they're not reviewing the app. But they were reviewing the app and the customer service. The app sucked. Uh, they were charged multiple times and still hadn't gotten their card. The thing I like about MoviePass is when you send in your information, you don't get charged until you use the card for the first time. And I've seen people complain, hey, it's been two weeks and I haven't got my card. Three weeks and I haven't got my card. Great, but you haven't been charged yet. I know you want the card. This other one, Cinemania or whatever it's called, people were complaining Soon as I did it, I started getting charged monthly, and it's been two or three months. I haven't got my card. I can't cancel. I've been trying to cancel. There's no phone number for customer service. The only thing I can do is email them, which says your you know request has been received, and all these things. So, you know, AMC is a lot bigger organization uh, than that one and than MoviePass. So I'm assuming that their customer service and um, 
their app will probably be better than both MoviePass or Cinemania or whatever it's called. Cinemia, Cinemia, whatever it is. Uh, it should be. It may not be. Uh, I know people have had problems with MoviePass, with the app crashing, whatever. Personally, I haven't had any problems with the app, which I don't know if it's maybe their phone, data, whatever. Only problem I had was when I, I, I bought a ticket and then I didn't go and redeem the ticket until later that afternoon and it wouldn't let me pay for it and come to find out when I was dealing with the chat group and customer service that once you buy it, you have to use it within the first 30 minutes. But, <clears throat> excuse me, even then, they said, hey, we'll, we'll remove it, use it again. I did. Uh, they've had a lot of problems with uh, just the overwhelming response and people were buying uh, multiple tickets like going to see a movie and then the next day buying another one to the same movie and the next day and the next day and selling those. And since it was free for them, they're selling them for ticket price or half price and making money. So they've had to put uh, things in place to help uh, processes in place to help curb that and stop that. Uh, uh, some people, not all, and I think it's going to end up being most after I buy a ticket and get the ticket, I have to physically take a picture of the ticket that takes me about 10 seconds, and uh, usually once the ticket prints out or I'm handed it by, you know, someone, usually everywhere I go, it, it's print out. I'm at a kiosk. I've not had to stop and hand my card to a person in a long time, and once it prints out, I just take a picture and then go see the movie, and I'm done, uh, but even in those instances, you have until the next time you go see a movie to put post that picture and send it to MoviePass to show that you actually purchased a ticket. I don't know how that's helping them, but whatever it is, it has helped them. Uh, I think they will continue to be around. And even though their stock was dropping because people were saying this is an unsustainable financial model, the fact that AMC is trying to do the same thing shows that it is going to be a sustainable financial model. We'll bring more attention to what MoviePass offers for people who say, oh, that's cool. But there's no AMC movie theater near me. But hey, there's this one that's half the price and it's MoviePass and there's a theater near me. In any case, um, I think MoviePass will be around. And if it's not, I am going to use the heck out of it until it goes away. Because I am enjoying it. I'm a movie fan and I'm going to use it like crazy. But in addition to movies, I like TV. And really quick, there was a TV show uh, that we talked about a few episodes back. When we were talking about, you know, TV shows coming out this year. And one of them was Crossover. And it was a time thing. And I love the shows like The Traveler that are about time, but they only take place in this time. And there's not a lot of high-tech stuff. It's just, but you believe, oh, yeah, it's, it's you know, there's a time issue and these people are from the past or future or whatever. And in Crossover, uh, spoilers because it's been canceled. Um, thank you, ABC. In the crossover, there were people who kind of washed up onto a beach, and there were like, uh, I think, 40-some-odd people, and they were seeking asylum in the U.S. from a war. And, you know, the Department of Homeland Security were like, what country are you from? And they're like, America. And they're like, well, we don't have a war here. And they said, no, but you will, because they were from like 200 years in the future where there was a civil war. Uh, with those of a, uh, and this is highly political, and maybe that's why it was canceled, those of a superior race who were better, uh, they weren't necessarily all white, but who were 
uh, better, smarter, physically stronger because of, you know, enhanced evolution and some DNA manipulation saying, well, what do we need with all these common, what they were called, common people around? And they basically tried to wipe them out. And so this whole season, and I think it's 11 episodes, takes place about those people who have come back to the past seeking asylum and how they're put into um, camps, concentration camps, and how they're held. But there's a group that came back from the future as well prior to this group 10 years before and it's a very interesting story uh, i think it could have had a little bit better acting and some of the fight scenes could have been a lot better um so some of the cinematography could have been definitely better but it was a great story people were loving it and interested in it and abc canceled it and it may have had to do because of the message that it was sending based on all the political stuff uh, going on today uh, but I thought it was great, and they were getting it done. They had viewers. They had followers. Um, another one of my favorite apps, uh, TV Time app, uh, allows me to chat with and watch and keep track of all of these shows and communicate with people and post pics and memes and videos of what were our thoughts and reactions and all this stuff. Uh, and, and people were loving it. I have not seen a bad comment about it, but they canceled it even though they were getting it done. Now, here's one that's kind of questionable. Because I don't quite know if they're getting it done. And that's Cloak and Dagger. And listen, hear me out. I'm the guy who took Corey, paid to take Corey to see the Inhuman movie in the theater, even though it was going to be on TV. Because I wanted to give it a chance, because if it's about comics, I'm all in. From the jump. I, I give it 100% uh, a chance, open-minded, everything. I'm all in. Let's go see it. And I've only been burned twice. Once was with the last Fantastic Four uh, kind of reimagining, uh, which did not do good. But Michael B. Jordan redeemed himself in Black Panther, so that's okay. Uh, but the other time was in that, in Humans. Not just the movie, the TV show, the whole thing. It should have been canceled. Thank you, ABC. Well done. Uh, because it wasn't good. But I watched every episode, watched it till the end, and it wasn't good. And I'm trying to give that same to Cloak and Dagger. Now, I'm not a super huge Cloak and Dagger fan. I know who they are. I read some of their comic books. Kind of like them. Uh, they have this mystical... Uh, sort of, I just didn't like that there was not an accurate explanation in the comics of how they got their powers. It was something to do with a drug. Some drug gave him the power to enter another realm, uh, a dark place, and encapsulate people in it, and gave her the power of this light. And he, his darkness feeds off of her light. It needs her light in order to sustain him. Uh, I'm like, what drug were they taking? But in any case... I like the powers. Uh, they were kind of vigilante type things. I, I, I like that. I like the yin and yang. They play off of each other in the comics. So I'm not a super hard go get every episode, but I have followed some of their storylines. I think they're great. But the TV show just needs to get there quicker. It has them as teenagers, which is in line with the comic book. Uh, instead of a drug, there was like an electromagnetic magnetic pulse i shouldn't say electromagnetic pulse there was just a pulse that went out from an explosion uh, that gave them their powers 
because uh, they both happened to be in the water when the oil rig that exploded sent out the pulse throughout the water uh, at the time. And you've got to watch the show and judge for yourself. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hang on. I'm finding it extremely difficult because it's just not good. The acting is good. The storyline could be good if they would get there quicker. Not just get to showing, hey, here's what's going on with their powers or whatever. It's just so slow and drawn out. The music is amazing. It's a great show if they would get there quicker because I'm so confused. I don't know what's happening because they're trying to draw everything out and it's taking so long for them to do it. I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd love to hear what you guys think. Check out um, Cloak and Dagger. Uh, if, if, if you have Hulu, you can get it there. Or it, it's on the, you know, the FF Family, whatever, Friends and Fa- whatever that channel is. Freeform, there you go. It used to be ABC Family. Freeform, you can check it out there. Uh, I'd love to hear what you guys think. Because I, I need some input before I just cut it off. And push it back to those one of those things where years from now, if I have an afternoon where I'm totally caught up on everything and I'm bored and it's raining and, you know, maybe my wife has taken the puppy to go get groomed and then she's out running errands and nothing else is on TV and I'm caught up on everything else, then I'll watch it. That's what it will be kind of pushed to if it doesn't get there quicker. And that's it. And I'm out.